Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast, where each week we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers. It's the week of January 16th. I'm Jenny Ruiz, and I'm joined by our market expert, Justin Mays, who is out in Atlanta. Tell me what's going on with the weather over there. I hear everything has stopped. Yeah, you know how it is down in the south. Um, when the weather gets cold, it starts getting some snow out here. Um, but it's not just Atlanta. It's going from, you know, Houston all the way over to Atlanta. Experiencing something similar than that to you are up in New York. I am currently sitting in somewhat of a snow globe over here. Um, now, this week, I, obviously, we are staying hyper-focused on winter weather. Um, you know, we're up against free, freezing te- temperatures out in the Midwest. There's snowfall across the Northeast. Um, and, you know, to give you an example of that, northern England is seeing about eight inches of snow. Um, and then winter storm Heather uh, is affecting parts of the west and the south over the past several days. So, Mays, what are some of the biggest impacts Heather took across these regions? So up until the recording, we have seen the largest impacts be to the Midwest and Northeast due to the, you know, the amount of snow we've seen in states like Wisconsin and Michigan. And as you called out, parts of New York and other areas of New England. I think as of today, which is Tuesday, we're going to start seeing some larger impacts down in the southern areas of the U.S. Um, Texas, you know, Houston, Dallas, they're already experiencing some issues with freezing temperatures and precipitation. And then, like we mentioned down here in Atlanta, we're also already experiencing school closures all over the Atlanta metro area. Um, parts of Nat- Tennessee, like Nashville, are experiencing some snowfall. But I think we're going to see it impact the south and the more southern areas more this week but even like you said up in the northeast there's several cities breaking a 700 plus no list streak for the first time it's a it's a record so um the weather is far stretching across from parts of the pacific northwest all the way down to the southeast yeah, this is the wildest winter weather storm that I've seen in, in a couple of years. I want to throw out a couple of uh, fast freight facts to put a bit of per- put a bit of this into perspective and how this could impact the industry this week. Um, these are obviously glaring facts. Now, snow and ice contribute to roughly 500 fatal truck crashes annually in the U.S. and over 14,000 injuries result from truck accidents involving these type of weather conditions. So the overall message here for drivers is to remember to be as safe as possible. Your pre and post trips are especially important. So do not do not uh, forget to do that, regardless of whether you're stopping and going. It should always be the case. Now, let's kind of get into our national average rate per mile. I know that has taken somewhat of a of a dip. Am I right in that or where do we land? You're exactly right, Jenny. I called last week. I, I said that we would leave the week at about a dollar and 72 cents. Um, per mile line hole only. We were a few days off of that. Um, coming into the week, we we're at that level, but leaving last week, we we're still a little bit higher. Just again, showcasing how the winter weather is continuing to impact capacity, which is, you know, having a direct impact on rates. Now, this week, I think we're not going to see as much of a decline just because the winter weather is going to have a larger impact in other regions that we were seeing a larger decrease out of. So there's still a lot of areas where carriers are actually seeing higher rates in the Midwest and Northeast that we called out. Last week, we saw the greatest decreases in you know the West Coast, the Southeast and South. Some of the larger freight markets by volume like Los Angeles, Ontario and Atlanta. But with the weather kind of shifting downward to the southern states, we're probably not going to see as much of a downward trend in the national average this week as 
we would have otherwise anticipated without all of this winter weather now on its second week. Hey, all right. Well, you know, I'm imagining tender ejections have taken an uptick given the weather, but maybe I'm wrong here. Where do we land with that? No, you're exactly right, Jenny. We're about a percent higher than we were last year, year over year. Wow. We're seeing the exact opposite trend to what we saw last January, and it's solely due to the weather. Um, you know, we were around five, a little over 5% tender rejections off of the end of year volatility. We saw some downward pressure in tender rejections in the first week of January, but right now it looks like we were just going up to the right. And at the end of the day, Jenny, it's due to the weather. It's due to capacity not being on the roads or, you know, facilities closing, drivers taking a break to avoid the winter weather, um, capacity yeah. displacement. And, you know, there's numerous reasons that the weather is going to kind of reshape the capacity outlook for the remainder of January. Yeah, not to mention we, um, you know, some facilities were closed this Monday for Martin Luther King Day. So that also uh, had somewhat of an effect on it. And given this weather is likely not going to let up through the end of this week, we may even see that number uh, continue to go up and to the right next week. So I guess there's there's a bit to watch there. Uh, Oh boy. Well, that said, you know what it's time for, the regional breakdown. Now, this week is certainly going to continue to be an interesting one across the country. So give us an overall view of where the market sat last week and what's on the horizon for this week ahead. Definitely, Jenny. We definitely touched on it a little bit by calling out the Midwest and Northeast being the more volatile regions, seeing continued pressure on rates out in the market um, as capacity finds it a little more difficult to operate in the snow. Um, snow, high winds, cold temperatures. The coastal region was playing out just like it was last week where, you know, the markets that are close up to the northeast, neighboring markets like Harrisburg, definitely felt some impact to the, the winter weather and capacity probably shifting. Um, for the south, southeast, and the west coast, we continue to see a downward trend. Though, like I called out, going into this week, we're definitely going to see winter weather play more of an impact on the south and southeast. But the West Coast is going to remain somewhere where shippers still have a you know, bright light, um, where capacity is still going to be pretty easy outside of the Pacific Northwest, which is still dealing with some winter weather of its own. All right. Well, let's get into region by region. So the Northeast is obviously top of mind for me. That's where I sit. And there's some snow happening behind me. What are your call outs here for the Northeast? I think we're going to see almost the exact same trend we saw last week. Um, we're going to see rates experience a slight increase definitely more in you know upstate new york where they saw that blizzard it even canceled you know the nfl playoff game it got pushed off for by a day um now that, yeah. just imagine it's you know it's it's forcing the nfl to postpone a game it's definitely going to have impact on the truckload markets but what we did see last week we're going to continue to see this week is freight staying within the northeast is going to continue to see some loosening it carriers are it's still experiencing higher rates per mile. So they're going to look to stay in the Northeast. So they're going to be willing to take, you know, stagnant rate or even a slim reduction in rates to stay within the Northeast where it's a, it's a hot market for them right now. Oh man, now high winds of up to 45 miles per hour and snow really pummeled areas in the Midwest. Is there any let up in this region? There isn't Jenny. And I don't think we're going to start seeing it until next week and i say that but at the end of the day you know come friday we could be forecasting another winter storm in the midwest right um so as of right now i don't see any let up in the midwest that is where we're seeing the most pressure on rates and capacity carriers don't want to go into the midwest they don't want to stay in the midwest 
They're just looking to get out, but you're going to be paying them a premium to even leave the Midwest because of how difficult it is to operate. You know, icy roads, heavy snow, high winds. It's all dangerous features to be driving in. So, again, we hope everyone stays safe out there, but they are going to be putting pressure on rates because of the dangerous conditions that they have to drive through. And at the same time, like you called out, there's issues at facilities that are causing a backlog of freight. Um, this has a you know domino effect on not just the difficulties of driving in these types of weather events, but also the operations of facilities of freight not getting picked up because drivers couldn't make it there and creating a backlog, which just continues to apply more pressure on the market. Oh, man. Now, last week, we discussed some volatility brewing in the coastal region, and I heard that there were some storms out in North Carolina that may have affected um, some of the other neighboring markets like the Northeast. What are we seeing in, in this specific area? It's still a mixed story, Jenny. Um, it really depends on what market you're in. But like you said, North Carolina actually experienced a lot of tightening over the last week, especially in you know the major freight market by volume, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, parts of South Carolina still experienced some easing over the last week, though I'm going to say that's most likely going to change this week because just like Atlanta, Georgia, South Carolina isn't used to these you know cold temperatures and potential icing, um, which is going to definitely create some issues driving, whether you're you know me or you driving the roads or a truck driver. So I think we're going to continue to see uh, continued pressure in the coastal region, but it's not going to depend on if it's the northern states or the southern states, it's going to have a broad impact across the entire coastal region. Yeah, it's really the region that kind of connects. Well, it doesn't kind of. It does connect the north and the south. So I think we're going to see a lot of volatility there uh, as of this week into next week. Now, we talked about the West Coast just a bit. It seems to be the only area that isn't dealing with the rest of the issues that the rest of the country is. Is this continuing to slow its decline? It is, Jenny. Um, Particularly, it's starting to slow its decline up in the Pacific Northwest, um, where winter storms is creating some havoc up in the you know Seattle and Portland markets. In Southern California itself, which is the largest freight market by volume, we're actually seeing the decline accelerate, um, but mainly due to more localized freight in Southern California. But everywhere else in the West Coast, we're seeing that decline start to slow down. Um, we're also seeing a lot of a lot less capacity looking to go to the West Coast as it's mm-hmm. one of the most undesirable places for carriers to end, which is ultimately creating that, you know, slowing of declining outbound rates. Now, the South and the Southeast are those areas that are starting to see this uh, frigid, frigid Arctic air uh, this week. But last week, these regions were starting to cool off. And Mays, you put out a message earlier in our own chats today, specifically highlighting Texas and Tennessee as some of the biggest re- regions to watch and being impacted by snow and even Georgia, as we've been talking about with some of the schools shutting down. What are we looking at now and how volatile is this re- are these two regions actually going to get throughout the rest of the week? I think the South is going to be a more volatile region outside of the state of Tennessee, which is in the Southeast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're experiencing very cold temperatures in Dallas and even Houston and snow. Ultimately, states like Texas, Tennessee and Georgia aren't set up to really operate with the snowfall like we are up in the Northeast. Um, so I think we're going to see the South really reverse force here with upward pressure and rates. We didn't see much of a decline last week. And this week, I think we're set to see an increase overall, even with freight picking up in the state of Texas. 
I mean, the frigid temperatures, Jenny, are supposed to reach down all the way down to the south of the border, the most southern parts of Texas. So it's going to have a broad impact for freight picking up in Texas. When it comes to the southeast, Tennessee itself is going to see large increases. I mean, this morning we're already seeing over an inch of snow in Nashville, Tennessee. But it's supposed to be as far-reaching as Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is just two hours north of Atlanta. So I think we're going to see the impact definitely spread across the southeast. The only state that, you know, winter weather is not going to be impacting in the southeast is going to be Florida, uh, which we have seen large decreases over the past week. But at the end of the day, Florida is the only market that's seen the decreases. So overall, the southeast is going to have some volatility put an upward pressure on rates. So shippers just got to anticipate that. You know, not only is the Midwest and Northeast going to be difficult this week, you know, understanding that drivers can be late and potential misses in pickups, but that's going to be seen across the entire supply chain in the U.S. for truck drivers. Yeah, you know, last year we didn't really have to deal with much of this because it was... uh Pretty pretty cool in terms of winter weather, but this year uh, has has start, has gone off to a, a wild start. Now there's certainly a lot for us to watch this week as West Coast and its cooling may reach a boiling point as imports are now starting to see a rise in volume. Just to give you an example here, the Wall Street Journal reported that Southern California ports today are handling about 36% of U.S. containerized imports, up 33% last year. Mays. Is this going to impact the West Coast? So this is starting to be more of the, the area that is undesirable for quite some time now. What can we look forward to this week and on next week's episode? I'm giving you two questions there at once. <laughs> well, I think a few weeks ago we spoke about the West Coast and you know what's happening in the maritime markets. And yeah. I think, you know, like you said, imports are definitely increasing on the West Coast. We're seeing the share of imports shift back to the West Coast from the East Coast. In the month of November and October, we saw year-over-year imports in the West Coast be greater than they were last year, whereas on the East Coast, imports of you know New York, New Jersey, Savannah, um, Norfolk, all saw year-over-year decreases. This is going to be you know exacerbated by the impacts of what's happening in the Red Sea and the Panama Canal. Um, and at the end of the day, these are continuing to be extended issues, which is going to push even more freight over to the West Coast. I don't think we're going to see impacts on the West Coast truckload freight markets for a few more weeks, if not even a month or two. Uh, but I do think this is going to have impacts downstream to the truckload market on the West Coast. I think at the end of the day, what becomes very difficult to see how the rest of this first half of 2024 plays out is because of that and due to the winter weather. Now, it's very similar to what we experienced two years ago where we had that deep freeze in the south and we saw rates and the freight market kind of spike up and then stay there. I think some of the big questions that we're going to be asking ourselves next week, if we are out of this winter weather mess, um, is where do rates go from here? Where does the market go from here? Is it going to go back down where everyone was originally anticipating? Or is this winter weather, you know, now two weeks into it, going to be enough to kind of change the pendulum on where the market's going to be for the rest of the first half of 2024. I think that's going to be a big question because now you are, you know, factoring in what's happening with the volatility throughout the entire U.S., plus what is to come down the line potentially on the West Coast. Yeah, there is going to be uh, I, Q1 is already off to a wild start, so we have a lot to look out for. Now, of course, everyone, please drive safely out there. We will see you next week with an all new episode of the Transfix Take podcast. Maze, it's always a pleasure. It's great to be with you again today, Jenny. And I think next week also, I'll throw a little teaser out there. 
We're going to talk about, you know, what happens with Valentine's Day. It's right around the corner, and, you know, Valentine's Day does have an impact on freight markets. And what does this winter weather mess mean to Valentine's Day? We will certainly see if it is going to be a, a lovely ride for Valentine's Day this year around. We'll, we'll find out next week. See you then. See you. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.